Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Steve Stewart today, CEO at Orfinder, as we talked to him about the recent deal with Kirkland Lake. Uh, shareholders seem unhappy, but Stephen explains why it is a great deal. Uh, we also look at what he's going to do with seven and a half million of cash and uh, the, the timing of that for the rest of this year. Um, if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There's commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. There are training courses on there. We've got summaries of all the interviews that we've done to save you some time because we know you're busy people. But most excitingly of all, we have a wonderful, thriving group of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment, free from all that trolling judgment and abuse. So I hope you think that sounds nice because it really is. Go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Stephen, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Matt. And yourself? Not too bad. Haven't seen you for a while. What have you been up to? It's been a while. I've been keeping my head down. We've been we've been drilling lots of meters. We've been doing lots of deals across the portfolio. But of course, I'm here to talk about the big deal we did with Kirkland Lake Gold between Ore Finders and Mustango. We announced it last week. Uh, big numbers, big partnership. I think a lot of confusion on what it means and the implications. Uh, but I'm absolutely thrilled about it. It was, it was a long road to get here, but here we are. Okay. Well, I'm going to find out why you're thrilled about it and why your shareholders aren't in a second. But for people new to this story coming into it afresh, uh, give us that one minute overview and I'll pick it up from there. So, of course, we've got the Ore Group here, but again, I'm going to talk about Ore Finders and Mustango specifically. Uh, they are two juniors that are operating primarily in the Kirkland Lake District of Northern Ontario. Their market caps are roughly in the $20 million range, respectively. Uh, when we close these, uh, the private placement transactions with uh, with Kirkland Lake, the, the, between the two companies, we'll have over fifteen million dollars in its treasury, so we will be cash rich. And of course, everything is, is basically split 50-50 between those two companies, so it's around seven and a half each. Um, each each company uh, is currently drilling right now, and uh, but we're getting closer to the tail end of the the drill program on Orefinder's Night Project as well as uh, the uh, Kirkland West project, which Mustango has. And then we are gonna be uh, focusing on new drill programs. I think we're gonna go back and do phase two on both of those programs. And then there's other drill programs that we've we've uh, been laying the groundwork in terms of doing geophysics, et cetera. Uh, but in the, in, the, in the immediate term, we're gonna be sitting down with our, our new partners, Kirkland Lake Gold, massive company, knows the area probably as, as well as anybody. And we're gonna be putting our heads together and designing new programs, new things. It's very exciting. It's very exciting for you. What we've got yep. is a lot of disgruntled shareholders writing into us and going, this is the worst deal imaginable. Um, you're saying the opposite. So um, why why do you think it's the best deal um, that you could possibly have done? Would you do it again, for instance? Well, absolutely. I'd sign it tomorrow without without even blinking. It was a, it took uh, this deal was in negotiation since December. It was a bit of a roller coaster. There's a lot of moving parts to this. Uh, did I say it's the best deal imaginable? Certainly not. There's always a better deal, but this is the best. Absolutely, the best risk adjusted return deal we could have provided for our shareholders. What does that mean? What do you mean uh, risk adjusted? You know, that sounds like excuses. You know, have you given away too much at the front end hoping for something big at the back end? Uh, no, we haven't given away. We have a massive exposure. We have an effect free carry on all of our projects until Kirkland Lake spends $120 million. Those are significant sums. 
Um, we are in a very risky industry here. And I am, you know, believe it or not, as risky as I am in this industry, I'm fairly risk adverse. Um, did we give away upside? Of course we did. There are no free lunches in this industry. Uh, people have, if people had the expectation that one drill hole uh, was is going to provide a billion dollar market cap, now that's possible, but the odds of that are not, you know, overwhelmingly. So I, in effect, sold forward, sold some upside in order to drastically cover our downside. We're building real businesses here. We're not. We don't want to be in this drill bit speculative business where we live and die off our most recent drill hole. I mean, let's look at OreFinders. OreFinders has been more uh, advanced in releasing its results. We've had intersections 15, half ounce over, what do you have, half ounce over almost four meters, another uh, intersection, half ounce over four, another four meters of pretty decent intersections in established areas. We traded up and then a week down and a week later, we traded down. So, you know, you really have to think longer than just your most recent drill results. And we're thinking years down the road here to develop uh, a long-term partnership. We're well capitalized, and uh, I, and and I think it's important to note we're not. This financing doesn't ex expose us to call it the retail and institutional investors like we did back when we did significant financings in both companies in October and November. And I think the reason, I mean, we're, we're down almost half from our highs. So the whole market's down substantially, but I would say we're down more. Why? Because that four month free trading hold paper came off, gold fell out of paper, uh, out of favor, and people traded us down. Now, going forward, of course, we still have you know, lots of shares in retail hands. However, this, this money coming in is not going to flip us. So I think going forward, we have much stronger hands. Uh, we have absolutely no desire or need to raise any additional capital. We can focus on the work and we can do so with the benefit of one of the best operators around, certainly the best operator in our district, no question about it. But you, you've got money, but not much to do with it. What are you, you going to do with this money? How, how are you going to create value well, for your shareholders other than sitting around waiting for Kirkland Lake to do their thing? And that's assuming they, they continue to do their thing and they find what they need to find, which is going to be something significant. Otherwise, I guess you get it back on your lap, don't you? Well, absolutely. So, so you know, part of the part of the transaction is Kirkland spends, as noted, sixty million dollars in order to earn seventy five percent. If they want to accelerate that at any point in time, they can do so by paying a premium of one hundred twenty five percent of that sixty million. So they have to pay seventy five million in cash to the company should they just not want to drill and just take it on tomorrow. They have that option. Gross that up, that values our assets respectively in each of those companies at $100 million. Not bad economics considering you know, our enterprise value is $14 million. Now, that's what they're going to do. And as you said, if they, if they decide, oh, well, you know, this isn't what we thought it is, they can hand us back the keys. And that's fine. That's what an earn-in option is. They don't earn that interest till they spend that money. In the meantime, between the two companies and Orfinders and Mustango, we've got $15 million in cash and effectively nowhere to spend it. No, so, but that's my point. That's my well, point. That's your question. You're out of question control, Stephen. You're out of control. You know, you got 15 million bucks, which is great. What do you do? Sit on it and wait for something to happen? What happens next? We're going to we're going to Vegas. No, we're we're we we are we are going to be looking at opportunistic consolidation opportunities that fit our mold. I think anybody who's followed me and our two companies know we've had a consolidation model over the past 
few years. And, and in the last year, we've switched over to the drill bit because the cost of capital and the availability of capital is there. And I, I believe in the secret to our success is going to be don't stop drilling. And we're going to be doing that. Now, on top of that, uh, we're going to be adding in the optionality of opportunistic consolidation opportunities to take us to that next level. We want to get to the 100 million, 200 million and beyond. We have the opportunity to do that with the drill bit, with this, with this funding, and we have the opportunity to do it through creative, accretive mergers and acquisition opportunities, which I think our group has demonstrated time and time again that we've done. So stay tuned. You have, but you know, I think there's going to be, I suspect there's going to be a lot of roll-up opportunity. What, so you talk about in your mold. Remind me what that looks like, because I think there's a lot of um, stock which has been promotional over the last 18 months. The, it's momentum-driven. The, the fundamentals aren't there, and totally. they're overpriced, right? There's a lot of that out there. You're not going after that, clearly. What are you going after? Or what will what do you hope to go after? I think that people are going. People should expect us to look at opportunities that are substantive and in our backyard and complementary to our existing asset portfolio. You look at at Mustango and Orefinders. They are not scattered across the country. They are, you know, with as the crow flies in a very very tight radius. You know that is by design, and so we are we are building ourselves, uh, growing our portfolio so that we become so attractive that we have to be taken out or we have uh, an economic opportunity that's discovered that we can develop organically. So uh, again, expect us to look at third party acquisitions, whether that's a company level mergers and acquisitions or substantive assets. And there are a few in our neighborhood, which are multi-million ounce that we've had our eye on for a while. So, and not only do we have that 15 million in cash, we have a really strong partner who's got much deeper pockets than we'll ever have. So, so you know, we are a partner with 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 KL Gold and expect us to do substantive and interesting transactions, which are going to be beneficial for shareholders. Uh, they're going to have to have faith that we can follow through. I think we always have. What, what, so, why do you describe them as a partner? They're doing an earning. It doesn't make them a partner, does it? What are you going to be doing? Well, they with, are. I mean, they, them? they are. They are absolutely our partner. It's. A, did you read the news release? They're a strategic partner. Uh, but but that's what you say. Look, but what does it mean? I, I can read those they, throwaway phrases. But what does it actually mean? They're not going to work with you. They don't need. That your means help. they're not. They're a ten percent, ten percent equity holder in in both companies. So they. I'm not sure. I don't think they're our largest shareholder. I think Eric Sprott is respectively the largest shareholder. I'm the third largest shareholder in, in both companies personally. And um, they're partners at a property level. And then going forward, I assure you, we're going to be talking to them. If we're going to be doing these substantive moves, you know, I want the buy-in of our substantive shareholders. And they, they allow us that flexibility to uh, write bigger checks if we need to going forward on any substantive. So that seems two so things. I'm not going to speak. That seems two things, Stephen. That seems that 1.5 million bucks means a lot to them, 10% of your company. It also assumes that they're going to follow their money on your future deals, and that's not necessarily guaranteed. So, a strategic partner is that is that an honest appraisal of, of the situation, or is it just all about the 120 million bucks that they're obliged to spend, and not obliged? They you hope they'll spend to develop the, the assets which you've just handed them. Well, no, I think even 120 million dollars isn't big money for Kirkton Lake. They are a 13 billion dollar market cap company with 800 million dollars in, in, in on their on their balance sheet, and they probably free cash flow more than that in a quarter. You know, like they they've got you know a tremendous balance sheet, tremendous strength. 
Um, I don't think this deal moves the needle for them today. Uh, are they interested in our in our land package? Absolutely. Uh, they've got you know, we are the largest landholder outside of the Nico Eagle in their namesake district. The Macasa truly is their flagship project. Um, and we form the both the eastern and the western extensions of them. Uh, Tony McCooch, who's obviously the, the leader of Kirkland Lake and has been for some time, knows our areas intimately, both the Kirkland West project, which is immediately adjacent to the Macasa. We believe it's the extension of the Macasa. Uh, there are there have been seven mines going east to west, and you know Macassar is the seventh mine. We believe we have the opportunity to be the eighth. Obviously, Kirkland Lake agrees to some degree. Otherwise, they wouldn't have paid us any attention. They didn't invest north. They didn't invest south. They invested west to us. That's where the mineralization goes. Additionally, Tony has a lot of history on our night project. And so uh, the Knight project is adjacent to the Juby, which is a 4 million ounce asset to our south there. So there's a completely separate district that is uh, you know, attractive to big mining companies. And now they've got, you know, I, I'll say it again, now they've got a partner with a toehold uh, in, in these districts that isn't necessarily them. Not that we do and act whatever they say, but again, we, we discuss, we talk with our partners and we, we make strategic plans. Um, the night projects over to the west. Now you want to go over to the east. You have there's multi-million ounce assets uh, within 10, 15 kilometers. There's the Kerr Addison, uh, which is a substantive asset, which all the big guys have looked at. It's sitting there waiting to be taken over and to be developed. This whole district from the border of Quebec on the Cadillac break way over to Shining Tree. That is our area of interest. I believe that's also Kirkland Lake's area of interest. And we're both gonna continue to exploit opportunities there for our own benefit. But I certainly hope that Kirkland Lake participates. They don't have to, but they're gonna hear about it. Do you think you've got the wrong type of retail investors in here? Because they seem keen that you do things quicker and you're talking about opportunities, which although vast, will take time to monetize, will take time to, for value to be created. Well, well, look, things could. I don't think I have the wrong time, type of retail investors. I think they have the, the exact type of retail investors that exist in this market. They want fast returns, and I, I promise you, tomorrow things could change. Okay, you know, we are drilling as we speak. If I come out with a, a you know, a blockbuster uh, drill hole, well, things change very quickly, and so, so we always have that opportunity, and that's why I say, you know, don't stop drilling. But you know, we can't live or die on that alone, or you could, but I think it's much better, and here you go, on the risk-adjusted return basis to have sort of not a fallback plan, but again, where else can we add value outside of the risky industry of, of living and dying on the drill bit, and that's what we're gonna do. Uh, when you think about, I mean, just as an example, Mustango River Resources, uh, about a year and a half or maybe two years ago, I acquired 31% of that company for $250,000. Okay. It ran up to a $40 million market cap. Now it's back down to 20, but that's what, you know, that's the type of opportunity, not to say that I can repeat those types of returns, certainly possible, but, but that's how we gain control of Mustango. I don't think those types of returns are available in this market, um, at least to sort of buy distressed assets in a down market like that, because things have become more expensive. But those are the type of opportunities that I will be seeking um, you know, to, to grow exponentially and uh, create 
more optionality, and ultimately, it's about getting more steel into the ground on great projects. Right. So let's talk, let's talk about that. Okay, I'm giving you a hard time about uh, curriculum egg because a lot of people out there don't understand why you've done it. You, okay, you, you defended that. Um, I don't necessarily mean you're, you're you're right or wrong. I just you've you've made your case. Um, with regards to the money that you've now got, and let's just let's just stick with war finance because that's what we're talking about today. Is like you talk about putting steel in the ground and drilling and so where, when, how much, to what ends? I mean, what was the plan? Okay, well, look, as of a week ago, I could have been very specific about that because uh, we'd, be, we'd be spending our treasury dollars. Now I'm going to be a little more cautious and say exactly when and where uh, because I've got Kirkland Lake in the room. So we've, we've created this joint committee. Uh, we, we retain operatorship, but they have their, their input and that's fair. So we're at the data sharing down knowledge transfer stage uh, so don't expect us to come out with a drill program tomorrow. I can tell you what we've laid the groundwork for. And I think Crooklyn Lake's certainly going to look to us to lead the exploration, but they're going to want to know that we're not out to lunch and they're going to want to agree. And they're going to want to put their input in there because, as I said, they know this district. So they're going to say, hey, maybe you want to look here. But uh, in terms of, of, of future drill programs that we were planning, we announced that the McGarry project, and McGarry is immediately adjacent to the Kerr-Addison and I mentioned the Kerr-Addison before, it's now about a five, six million ounce, one gram deposit um, right on the border of Quebec. It's a it was the Macasa of its day. McGarry is immediately adjacent to it. It's kind of a, an, almost an exact proxy to our Kirkland West project. Kirkland West got a lot of attention because it's immediately beside Macasa. Well, the McGarry is immediately beside the Kerr-Addison. We did for the first time ever, we did a, um, a, a mobile or an MT magnetotellurics and an IP survey across the entire, uh, uh, entire pro property had never been done before. Long story short, what this technology allows us to do is see between 600 meters to you know a kilometer and a half. So deep stuff. Uh, it's it's this is not you're not going to find a, the the magic vein at surface on these properties because it's been picked over for 100 years, but it hasn't been looked at at depth. So I think that's going to be a very compelling if we can depending on the results of that if we see some interesting anomalies. Um, expect us to drill test those and, and look for the extension or an ore body comparable to Kerr-Addison. Obviously, that's a very bold statement, but that's that's the district we're in. Um, and it's never been explored in that in that context before. And I think the whole area is, is lighting up. We got our neighbor uh, is drilling their property on the Fernland. They're getting very interested in mineralization. They're looking at widely disseminated near surface material, which again, the Kerr-Addison is defining. We haven't looked at that prospect really. So that's something we're gonna be evaluating. Uh, the truth is we have, you know, we have more targets than we used to have money to drill. Uh, but now that we have this new partnership, I think that has the potential to change. Okay, but that's the bit that concerns me. It's like you've got lots of optionality, mm -hmm. and you know, spreading it too thin is, is not the way forward. I don't think you're going to do that. But you 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 said two weeks ago you knew what you're going to do. It's not really going to change too much from what you planned two weeks ago. You just got a bit more money, and you've kind of got to get a, a, a sign off apparently from a ten percent shareholder. Well, yeah, I just don't want to um, speak out of turn. Um, I, I haven't yet had the opportunity or our team hasn't had the opportunity to sit down with their technical team and really understand. So, you know, I, I have to give them the right to say this is what they want to do. Uh, so so anyway, so that's why I don't want to speak out of turn. I can tell you what I would do, and that's we, we would be drilling. We'd be going back to the night project. Absolutely. Where we just finished. We got some fantastic results. Half ounce material over mineable widths. 
Uh, we extended the zone on, on underneath the Tyranite at depth and laterally. That absolutely needs to be followed up upon, no question about it. So that's going to be a focus. Um, that, that's an ore finders project. And then again, our McGarry, where we're beside the, the Kerr-Addison, uh, and we want, depending on what, what occurs out of these uh, geophysical programs, we're absolutely going to want to poke holes in those. So those would be the two you know, priority projects there in my, in my eyes, and we're going to relay that to Kirkland Lake. I suspect they'll agree. Um, and then, of course, on the Mistango, it's, you know, we're going to we're just about wrapping up this drill program, uh, probably almost 10,000 meters. We probably have to shut it down a little early because of spring breakup is here and it's getting a little dangerous out there. But as soon as we're able to uh, conditions wise, we'll get back out there and 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 drill for that extension that we're, we're after. But then again, we've got our Omega project in Mistango, which has 600,000 assets. It's again beside the Kerr-Addison. So, you know, that has that has absolutely potential to expand as well. So you're, you're right. We've got a lot of assets, uh, which is a good thing. It's, it is a great thing. But as a shareholder of ore finders, I'm saying, what are you doing for me? There's another 90 percent of shareholders that you need to work for. OK, so, you know, doing stuff which suits uh, Kirkland Lake is not necessarily what suits your shareholders, the other, the rest of the shareholders. So I want to make, I'm trying to understand for you and say, absolutely, we're going to recommend a course forward, which is the best thing for our company and not get distracted by someone else's needs and be their extended or outsource uh, exploration department. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I want, want to, yeah, well, I want to well, make sure I, I think that, that that's definitely what you are, you know, starting to do. That's what you want to do. No, I, I work for all shareholders, and I believe that Kirkland Lake has the exact same interest in in, in our retail shareholders, and that's that's to find the gold because that's how we're going to get our share price up. So it's and that comes down to again the drill bit, um, but also great acquisitions that our company is going to do. But you know, I don't want to I don't want to get too far down that road because that's hypothetical. So you know, in the meantime, we're really focused on the drill bit. And so uh, I just don't want to speak out of turn uh, before our new partner gets in the room. And, and say, we're going to do this uh, on this particular date. Uh, I don't think anything's going to be too different. I mean, look, we've got the same asset at Nix. We've got a, a huge amount of data that we've been collecting through the drill bit, but also geophysical programs that we're going to be doing. And we're going to be putting our two heads together with some of the best operators around and making smart decisions and, and ultimately putting that money into the ground. That's where it's going. Okay. But you, you know what I mean? It's like, that. obviously, currently you've got you know, bigger land packages, other drill programs, they're, they're, they're in the district and they're trying to understand and piece their own story together for their own shareholders, you know, and you've got to do the same for yours. That, that's all I was getting at. Um, okay, so we, when, when can you start giving guidance to the market as to, you know, what you're going to do, how you're going to tackle this? Well, very soon. I think that, uh, you know, first things first, we got to connect officially uh, with our with our new partners KL in this project, we're in the process of we've shared the data room. Now the next step is for our technical teams to meet, and then we are going to guide them on where we think the best uh, return on investment possibly can be. They're going to agree or disagree, uh, and then we'll find consensus, and then we'll we'll communicate to them to the to the market. I don't think it's going to be that long because we've had so much uh, background in, in organizing these projects. We just need their sign off, which is totally fair, and we in fact. We want their input because, again, nobody knows Kirkland Lake better than Kirkland Lake Gold. Okay, so you're still feeling in control of this thing? Well, we are in control of this thing. There's no question about it. Uh, we're, we're seeking their input, though. Uh, particularly, let's talk about just briefly, let's talk about um, 
the Macassa mine. The Macassa mine is being mined to three kilometers right now. This mineralization has a history of, of dipping uh, downwards as you go west. So as we go deeper, who better to have in your corner than somebody who's actually mining it and has been doing that for, for 70 years. So they, you know, the amount of savings um, we could achieve by having their input and say, hey guys, point the drill in this direction, see what's down there. Um, you know, instead of us blindly fish, not blindly, but sort of taking high risk drilling and, and going down there. So, so anyways, their input is going to be critical. Okay. Stephen, as always, appreciate your candor um, and feedback um, on that question. Um, stay in touch. Let us know how you get on, okay? Will do. And, you know, thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to speak to shareholders. This is just my first foray out there to explain the deal. I have the utmost confidence in this deal. It's something we spent a lot of time thinking about, working towards. I have every confidence that this is going to add value for shareholders in terms of putting money into the ground and then building optionality. Uh, on a long-term uh, business that we're trying to build here with, with great partnerships. And, and uh, you know, we are going to deliver for our shareholders. I've done so in the past and they can expect me to continue doing, doing that. So it's as simple as that. And I'm looking forward to the future and I appreciate your time, Matt. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.